Waffle. Chat. Drone. Waffle. Chat. Drone. Waffle. Chat. Chat. Drone. Waffle. Chat. Chat. Drone. Waffle. Chat. Drone. So good day, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us again on Waffle Chat and Drone. And tonight we have a special inducement to you. So we're chasing our millionth listener. So, so, as we approach the million, the million, we will be watching closely. And the prize for our millionth listen is a cruise to the Caribbean on the Queen Mary late in 2021. So keep listening, <laughs> listeners. Make sure you are our millionth, millionth <laughs> fan. And we look forward to seeing you off south from the port of Southampton late next year. Tonight's episode is one you've been waiting for. It's a big one. It's the pre-Christmas episode. It is, of course, what would you do if you had Jeff Bezos's money? Where would you spend it? What would you do with it? So, Andrew, I think I should turn to you and say, well, how much How much has the lad got? What's he worth? What, how much money have we got to play with here? Andrew. So I, 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 th- I think the exact number varies depending on how you measure it. Um, but I do remember a, a, a few weeks ago there was a, um, a lot of press coverage about who is the wealthiest, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. And I think the two uh, sort of overtake, it's, it's like Lewis Hamilton. Well, it's not, no, 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 because he's always in front, isn't it? But it's, uh, it's like James Hunt and Nicky Lauder. One's in front and then the other one overtakes and, um, and then vice versa. It's all terribly exciting. But from memory, they're worth around $100 billion, which is a fair amount of money. I mean, it's the sort of money even you would get out of bed for, Paul. $100 billion, $100 billion. That's, yeah, That is worth getting out of bed. Can we just can we take how many zeros is this? Because the, the billion, there's the American billion and the European billion, isn't there? So exactly how many noughts, zeros are we talking about? That's a good question. I mean, maybe he's not as wealthy as we all assumed. <laughs> <laughs> this introduces a, a new challenge. Of actual, a thousandth of the actual amount. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it will be, what, so a hundred billions. So it'll be one zero zero, zero zero zero, zero zero zero, zero zero zero. So nine zeros plus hundred. It's a Eleven zeros. Yeah. Yeah, hundred thousand million. Yes. So it's a, because a billion, I think the American billion is a thousand million. And I, I, I thought... The original billion was a million million, um, but okay. So we're getting right. We're getting a hundred thousand million. So in round numbers, listeners, we're we're talking about around, I think around about one twentieth of the total size of the UK economy. So Philip, come on, you go first. We want something to impress here. Where are you going to show largesse at first pass? Uh, well, actually, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to buy anonymity. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to make sure I'm erased from cyberspace. And that's probably not an easy thing to do. So I bet that's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to, I, I don't want to be known. I don't want to be known as the person with loads of money and then have to become secretive or lock myself up in behind behind big railings and secure plots and uh, have bodyguards. I don't want that. And I don't want my family to have So that. GDPR isn't enough for you. So, so GDPR isn't enough for you. You have to go a step further. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. No, I've got to be completely, I've got to go, I've got to go uh, silent running here. So 
yeah, I, I, I want to just be the ordinary bod that can walk down the street and nobody will know. Uh, and that that would be pretty tough to maintain, wouldn't it? If you've got so much well. anonymity, I like and that. so what 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 a tough thing to achieve. Actually, I think it's a really big ask. The trouble is, you probably have to pay quite a lot of people to help make you anonymous, and of course, they need to know who you are. So you're bound, it's bound to come out. So I, I'm sure it's actually impossible to happen. I uh, I think leak, you're right, wouldn't it? And uh, it's not just about money, is it? And as soon as you start paying people to make you anonymous and they know you've got your money, you're up against it. Yeah. I think, Andrew, Andrew, yeah. we're so, going to have to look to you to, to introduce some sanity here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Raise anonymity. Okay, so uh, I'm going to get, a, get, get fairly traditional. And um, I'm not going to go for anonymity because I think it's too cheap. You know, it's going it's, it's to be a rounding error in my personal fortune. So it wouldn't even make it onto my Excel spreadsheet of uh, annual expenses. It's not even worth raising with my accountant. The first thing that might be worth raising is I'm going to buy myself a little vineyard in Italy. Mm. And there is a website. I found a website that advertises for sale vineyards in Italy um, and I won't say the name because obviously we don't have any affiliations with uh, Italian vineyard real estate uh, vendors but I found a lovely one uh, for sale in uh, the Chianti area it's uh, part of the Barolo um, uh, region and it's for sale at 15 million euros that's a Mm. One and a half. Does it come with a good house? Has it got a good? Has it got a good house? It comes with a great house. Yeah, it's a lovely house. It's a, a six-bedroom house. Uh, it's a Barolo DOC. Uh, it's one and a half square miles, nine point two hectares, and um, oh, the house has ten bathrooms as well. I didn't notice that, so that's great. So six six, ten six bedrooms and ten <laughs> bathrooms. So that's <laughs> <laughs> so everybody will be extremely clean. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm going to appoint a manager and I'm going to stroll out around my grapes and I'm going to inspect them on a regular basis and churn out a rather fine Italian Barolo for the family to enjoy when they come round for a splendid Sunday lunch or um, a Christmas roast. Oh, good one. Very different. You know, that does sound, that does sound rather idyllic, doesn't it? Are you, are you going to be the kind of um, wine grower that rolls up your sleeves and takes his socks off and uh, steps in and squeezes all the juice with your feet? Oh, I, uh, might, is that, you're going to, you're going to I be... might do that after a few gin and tonics, perhaps. But yeah, not on a regular basis. And, and, and where's the local town? Any idea? I have absolutely that, uh, no that... idea. Probably, probably a long, long, uh, a long, long way away. Uh, I don't know. Let me just open up the link. I, I imagine it's sort of rolling hillside with the cypress trees. Yes, well, there's not a wind turbine in sight. And w would you have your Ferrari or would it be a Lamborghini or uh, what would you, what would you go for out the front? I think I'd probably have an orange Lamborghini, or maybe or or maybe a or maybe a a matte black one. Yes, anonymity could be a challenge here. It could Andrew. be a challenge. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to introduce some common sense into this dialogue. So. I am um, I'm going to create my own equivalent of Mossad. Secret Service? Uh, yes. 
Is that Israeli secret? Because I, I, yes, it is. Well, it might be in there. Who are you trying to knock uh, off? Uh, well, quite a few people, actually, as it happens, Philip. I... So they assassinate people <laughs> and try to interfere in world politics. Exactly. I think yes. when, when there have been enough of these characters who irritate So me I think you reason. need anonymity even more than Philip. Novichok is my middle name so I think there are enough people who need bumping off so I'm going to create my own super international secret service um, called Paul Ad So you're going to become a mass murderer? I don't know about mass, my theory is that a small number of significant players in this market and they they deserve to go, they deserve to go so it's, it's Paul's Mossad is what we're talking about, the Paul Ad I'll be creating. So, so Philip, over to no, you. No, 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 no. I think we need oh. to explore this more. You can't get away with it quite yeah, that lightly. Paul. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You can't. You can't just say I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to bump off lots of people using my money to be, and commit mass murder on a global scale, <laughs> and then just sort of move on to you know, what's next from the Italian vineyard list. Who are you, who are you modelling yourself on? Well, are you a Russian, did you see Russian... um, that that chap Drax was in the papers in during the week for, for, under pressure to repay some of his this this is a british british um landed gentry lord, member of the lords isn't he, he he's an mp i'm not sure yeah he's an mp not a lord but he's his family he? Okay. generated a great deal of wealth from the slave trade and he's been under some pressure yeah i think too so you want to knock him off well I, no but where i'm going with this is that if you remember in james bond movies there was a character ian fleming created called drax which are reputedly yes moonraker yes. Yeah. yeah the drax family yes. so yes. i see myself as a kind of draxy type character um mm. and i think when people annoy me enough i will push a button and either mm. an innocent looking amazon prime van will arrive at the door and a package mm. will be handed mm. to the recipient very good. Very good. um or it'll be more you know more technology enabled um a, a drone type strike and um, we we should say to our listener uh, that amazon haven't uh, accepted an invitation to provide this service to you should anybody <laughs> don't be too concerned when you see an amazon van outside you mean your door you mean it's not in my amazon prime offering i thought <laughs> okay philip i think i think we're back to you well yeah well i i because i'm anonymous i'm i, I don't have to take private jets uh, actually a lovely way to travel is by the train oh yes and so what i want is the infinite railway train ticket that i can just get on any train i like and wander the world well you'll probably be sitting outside clapham junction actually i mean uh, I'm, uh... <laughs> interrail actually has, has come back hasn't it and uh, has it I did interrail as a youngster. Oh, yes. And you can now get all sorts of interrail tickets. And they're no longer just for the young. They're for all ages. Oh, fantastic. And they look fantastic. Yeah. And, and I really do uh, love the idea of that. But so I think if I were super, super rich, I'd want I want to be able to travel by train anytime, anywhere. I think that would be just fantastic. The journey is the experience i think it is arriving is okay but actually the traveling there is something to be really enjoyed. i agree you're traveling for your own sake and i, I did interrail and i'm i'm intrigued that it's coming back that's something hey that's that's something waffle chat and drone might do in the future so i'm going to i'm going to tell you how much 
assuming an, inter uh, an interrail ticket is about £350, I'm going to tell you how yep. what sort of percentage of your fortune this takes. It's quite considerable, <laughs> <Yeah>. actually. <laughs> and according to my rough calculation, it's 0 0.0000000035% of your fortune. So that might not even make it to a rounding error. Yeah, that would be. You'd need to buy a lot of interrail well, tickets. You, but I would think. I think you need to be. You, this is going to be a global. They don't offer one. We'd have to invent the new global railway ticket. So Andrew, take us forward. Andrew, what, what's your next? Yeah, my, so I, I, I'm ramping it up a little bit um, from Philip's 350 quid interrail uh, card and his season ticket on SWR, um, and I'm going to buy a Formula One team. Ooh. Because um, isn't it just the epitome of glamour and, and glitz? I mean, how cool would it be to own a Formula One team? And I was doing a little bit of research um, just to see whether it might be a quick word with a financial advisor to see whether I could actually do this. And I'm a little, little, little way off. Um, the running costs of... Uh, the Ferrari and Mercedes teams are around four hundred million pounds a year. Really, really? four hundred million pounds per year. So you could get quite a few years out of that, actually, for your hundred billion. Um, uh, so it's something yeah. like two hundred and fifty years, perhaps, which is are probably not going to last that long. Uh, in order to buy a team, I'm not sure how much it would it would cost. Haas apparently is a hundred and fifty million, and that's at the mm. at the lower end. So you did that for 10 They're years. They're running costs. Yeah, you're doing running. that for 10 years. But it's not necessarily whether your drivers are at the podium, but travelling around the world, those 20 Grand Prix, hobnobbing with all sorts of amazingly interesting people. That is just the most glamorous, exotic thing I think you could do. Imagine the places that you would end up, um, end up going to. Mm. Well, that's a good one. I mean, is it is it glamorous still though? Is it still glamorous? It certainly was in its heyday, wasn't it? Oh, I think if you because say, well, you know, dashing. I, I think if you if you offered people a choice of whether it's more glamorous to be a Formula One driver or a supply chain manager at a big international <laughs> conglomerate, I think most would probably go for the supply chain manager, obviously. But hold on, you're not going to be the driver, are you? You're going to be the proprietor. You're going to be a what a Ron Dennis type figure, are you? Enzo Ferrari. Oh no, I would have a Ron Dennis. I would own the team. I'd, I'd obviously, yes, I'd, I'd, um, I'd appoint, I'd appoint a team manager. Yes, absolutely. So that might that might take up a billion or two of my one hundred billion. So is it is it victory you're after? Is it is it that is is that what you would like? No, no, no. Um, I think it's I think it's lifestyle. It's lifestyle glamour. I, I think it'd just be nice to experience that world for a little bit. And you might get bored of it, and you might sell the team and or, or wind it up and go and do something else. But I've I've always wondered what it must be like. It is what rich men do, isn't it? They mm. do spend their money on sport. It's very attractive. Many people have done it before. So I, 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 th I think we need to find out um, whether Paul's, the next one on Paul's list is actually a firm of uh, undertakers, bearing in mind his first choice, <laughs> <laughs> with a luxury gold-plated service. Well, I, I may be able to do you a favour here, Andrew. I think we can fuse our, our interests to mutual advantage. So my next one is a, an international chain of uh, restaurants, bars and comedy stroke nightclubs called Waffle Chat and Drone. 
No. And <laughs> in, I'm in for a great evening. Oh, but they've got to go early to bed. I can't. The nightclubs are not going to. As long as we go to bed by ten. You slow down the music. Well, well, in in in, in key prestige. You know, I'm imagining those bags. You know, where you see you know London, Milan, New York, Hong Kong, Singapore. Those kind of that that kind of network. And in those centres, you'll have the full waffle chat and drone experience where you'll have you know a comedy club you'll have a great nightclub by nightclub i don't mean a kind of dancing nightclub i mean a nightclub where you'd play music that people like me like um bands well, the, Ever the everly brothers <laughs> um so there'll be the comedy section, there'll be the dining section, there'll be the music section. And then where smaller locations, where this is suited, then maybe you'll just have the waffle bar or the chat restaurant or the drone venue. So this is a very, very flexible concept. Now, it'll take some investment because I think I might be the only person who likes the format. So there could be some quite high fixed cost. But I think the waffle chat and drone concept has a fine chance of success. Now, our problem is with this that given its likelihood of succeeding, it may not actually dent the cash pile. Um, so um, we, we'll have to see about that. We'll have to see about that. It, it, it may just experience some losses in its early days until it catches on. But that's my, my thing, the waffle chat and drone uh, experience, let's call it. Um, so do, do you see these as, as being these, these lovely places being dotted around in the major cities of the world? Absolutely, absolutely. Prime locations, prime locations. But also a presence in some, um, you know, smaller towns, smaller towns as well. I don't want anybody to be excluded. These are, these are egalitarian but expensive. Um, you know, you have to dress appropriately, and you have to have the right taste in comedy and music to be allowed in. So that that's my. Uh, so so everybody, we have we have the secret service agency. We have anonymity. We have the Italian vineyard. We have the Uber rail card. We have the Formula One team, and we have our network of bars, restaurants, and clubs. Which brings us back to Philip. What's your next entry? Okay, well, I, I'm going to go now to stimulating development. I, I'm going to fund some prizes, Ooh. and this, this is I think this is a great way of. Uh, initiating development warfare tends to stimulate um, progress and some kind of development but i think we don't want to do that so we're just going to offer prizes uh, prize money and uh, there's probably lots of things you could offer prizes for but one i would quite like uh, to develop is for somebody to develop a, a nicely effective um, memory wiping drug just do i could just sip it and just forget i just it'd be wiped wiped those days i don't want to remember the day before please could i have a little dose of it and it was just nicely remove those memories so specific thing carry on it's not like a yeah, complete that, hard drive format no no not not exactly no this is not a full wipe this is just a you know please just get rid of the last 24 hours or that or something like or that maybe or maybe you, yeah. you could say please expunge all idea. memories of paul <laughs> Exactly. There we go. I, there I, we can, go. Exactly. I can see the merit yeah. of it. Because <laughs> I think, I think, obviously, life is fun, but actually, you know, it, it, memories, memories sometimes are really annoying, and uh, just actually, just get rid of them. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, you, you know, when you come out of a bad meeting, you go, oh dear, what went wrong there? Well, I'll just have a sip, and oh, it, there, you know, your worries are gone. I think that would be a great, a great way to go. 
so yes, I would I would love a memory wiping drug. And so another idea I thought was you know, to do develop nano body maintenance robots that you just send them in and they'd fix up everything wrong in your body. That would be great, wouldn't it? Uh, so if we could have those. So incentive prizes, that's the idea. And I'm sure plenty of money there. That would be a great incentive. Get development going. So a little bit like Bill Gates and his charitable foundation where he puts a lot of money into medical research and, and yes. various other things. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, that kind of, yeah, yeah. So Andrew, Andrew, where are you going to take us? So, well, the, the, the continuing with the sporting theme, I was racking my brains on, on, on number three, actually, and I was sort of inspired a little bit by... Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney, who just bought Wrexham Football Club oh, yes. um, oh, for yes. a few million yes. pounds for some unknown reason. I, I think even the Wrexham fans don't quite understand why <laughs> these two Hollywood superstars have bought Wrexham FC. And maybe they've confused Wrexham with Arsenal yeah. or Liverpool or, or, or something. But it's it's all a bit bizarre. And I thought... Yes. Actually, yes. I, I sort of... Initially, I moved away from Wrexham and I thought, well, maybe we could just buy a country maybe you could just buy Wales because I mean, apparently Wales is in deficit and has to be subsidised by uh, by Westminster um, to quite a considerable sum so you could probably pick up Wales for a pound or two if you looked at it as sort of a net assets basis but then I thought it would be a bit dull it'd come with a lot of obligations actually if you bought a country so I then went back to Wrexham and I thought would it be fun if in, in alongside your for Formula 1 team which is glitzy and glamorous and you live the champagne lifestyle in all the you know, world's most exotic places or some of them you actually had a foot club football club to go alongside it um, but your football club doesn't deliver the glitz and the glamour it delivers you the the, the passion and and the, the ability to buy oh. your your favorite team and really invest in it and see how far you could take it it's like a a real life version of of um of, of FIFA or Championship Manager, and I, if you had the money to do it, I think it would be really, really interesting. But you you do it you do it for the passion for the results. So, you know, Philip asked, do you do you buy an F one team to get the points? Well, no, you you buy it for the lifestyle the glamour. Buying a football club, you you buy it for the three o'clock, well, the the ten to five on a Saturday experience. For the disappointment. And the disappointment, really yeah, because it's, you know, it's, mm. you, there could only be a few winners and you can't guarantee it. But just, mm. uh, just the, 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 the thought of being able to build it up yourself, invest in the team and a stadium and, um, and you know, hopefully achieve mm. some success would be, uh, I think, quite exhilarating. For, for the emotional roller coaster. Exactly. The emotion, yeah, which money can't buy, generally. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, so you, you are living your life through this football team uh their highs and lows and i can see the attraction and then and then use your drug to expunge most of the time that you own them because inevitably it's going to end fairly <laughs> 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 <Early> tough memories <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, has, yeah has that not cool. isn't that what red bull have done they have the formula one team but they have a yes yeah, they've they got have... uh, leipzig haven't they yeah, and they have a linkage to Southampton and New York, I think, as well. Hmm. So I see the direction of travel, though, Andrew. So, yeah, okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, football club. And I should say, actually, I had a football club as well, but mine was more specific. I was uh, all set to buy Bristol Rovers, currently um, heroically succeeding in League One. 
but I'm going to get them to the Champions League final, um, where they'll probably win. I'd love to see those blue and white quarters winning the Champions League final. And I reckon that will take me probably half of my fortune, the way things are at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my next one. So, yeah, football team. I think, I think as you've inferred, buying a, f- a football team is it's something us rich chaps do, isn't it? Well, you've, the, the Liverpool went for about 300 million. And I think Man City went for slightly less, 200, 250 million uh, a, little, a few years before the, the last Liverpool sale. So it's eminently em, achievable on our, on our budget. Well, I, I, one thing that was very interesting about this process, actually, was that when you have got infinite sums of money, yeah, it makes sense to me now why people of that ilk, they buy a football team. And what else will you do? You might as well have a bit of fun. You know, where, you know, at the moment I would go and watch Town occasionally on a Tuesday night or a Saturday afternoon. Why not watch my own team in the Champions League? Right. So is that is that your third then, Paul, uh, Bristol Rovers? Was that that would third? be my third. Yes. Yes. Um, so I think we're back to Philip, aren't we? Back to Philip, indeed. Yeah, well, I I thought about uh, you know I, I you know it's it's too tempting, but I'm going I'm going down the route of I'm gonna I'm gonna satisfy my satisfy my need for gadgets, and so I thought tell you what I'll just buy a whole Amazon fulfillment center and everything in it because that's bound to be enough gadgets to satisfy for a lifetime there. And I did, I did mean to try and look up how much you'd have to spend to buy one Amazon centre full with all its stock for Christmas, because, you know, they get absolutely stuffed, don't they, uh, for Christmas. So there must be quite a few tens of millions, and maybe hundreds of millions, actually, of stock inside these things. But, yes, uh, that would satisfy my, my need for gadgets. Uh, I mean, in a way, I wanted, I wanted to think of something non-electronic and whatever, but actually, that's what, you know, I'm a boy and I play with toys. That's the way. So, yeah, please, just, I'd love to have every gadget there is. I think you might be better off going to just buying a Curry's uh, fulfilment centre. I mean, with Amazon, you'd just end up with a lot of stuff. You'd have 50 copies of Monopoly, for instance. You'd have all sorts of things you just don't need. You might as well get a, bit, a little bit specific. But what's good about Amazon is that they, they've got all those little bits and pieces that sometimes you do need. All those things to fix something or to fit in something or to replace something or all those oddities that they, they, they're not just the main like stream stuff. You know, yeah, you can say you go to electronics and I don't want too many washing machines, but uh, they, they I think Amazon, it's got more. It's a potpourri of all sorts of things. So you actually there'd be quite some joy and fun to discover what there is. Mm. In an Amazon fulfillment centre, I think that might be quite half the yes. pleasure from it. Although I guess if you're Jeff Bezos, there's probably little point in buying your own assets off yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Jeff can just phone up and say, you know, guys, I am your boss. Just just send me a couple of lorry loads from whatever's in aisle thirty-four. Mm. You could turn it into a museum, though, couldn't you? You could instantly. Uh, uh, freeze it and you could say right this is this is here we are 2020 the end of 2020 this is actually life as it is so you could buy it up and say that is the museum that's our, that's our time um summarized in one location yes stuffed for yes in fact even even the people walking around uh, they'd be replaced by robots gradually but even the people walking around you'd freeze them and have them da, da, da. this this is what uh 
modern work is about. Yes, no, interesting, very interesting. Andrew, Andrew, you're next, I think. Right. Well, my next one is. Uh, I thought, you know, if you've got if you've got that sort of money, you need somewhere good to live. And I was looking at Right Move, and <laughs> there's not really many of them that, frankly, did the job for me. Yeah, there's lots of big places. You sort of put in fill in a little box with no price limit I, I started off you know three bedroom house you know, starting off at about 300k up to no limit and you get you get all sorts of stuff but even at the no limit you know apart from maybe a, a white stucco building in Notting Hill or some part of London not terribly inspiring so I thought I'm gonna buy an island and yes you can I, buy islands I found a website yes. called private islands Inc. And I was no, not affiliated mm. to Waffle Chat and Drone, um, but should Private Islands Inc. you know wish to sponsor us in some way by offering courtesy <laughs> use for Private Island, you know I'm sure we wouldn't object, and we'd enter into commercial negotiations. Um, but anyway, this particular website has lots of private islands, and I've had a lovely one called Pumpkin Island. It's in Australia, in the South Pacific. It's going for eighteen and a half million dollars. So you could probably stave a little oh, bit. Really? You know, you could probably maybe put in a cheeky offer at about seventeen. It's only 15 acres, so you know, not impossible to get your lawnmower out, your seated lawnmower, and 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 cut the grass in a you know in an afternoon or two. Uh, it's it's developed. It's got some lovely beaches. Um, in fact, east west, uh, slightly rocky to the north. Several buildings, um, housing for 34 people. Um, yeah, nice nice bit of land. So little path over the top of the island uh, it's all rather gorgeous I recommend that you look it up Pumpkin Island in, in Australia and I thought that would mm. be quite a nice place to, to live well apparently apparently this year the interest in islands has been rising and the, the inquiries to buy islands as, uh, is, is the best it's been for many years because uh, of the this, this pursuit of somewhere to isolate yes. get away survive and uh, there was, I'm pretty sure I read an article where an island um, real estate agent was saying quite a bit of his time is uh, basically advising people to go and buy a boat. Mm -hmm. he's, he's saying, actually, you know, it's not so easy to become self-sufficient, self-reliant on, uh, on an island. Mm. You know, you, you know, growing things is quite challenging. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I think that would be really, really difficult. I think just a, a, a nice island... Uh, short distance from the coast. This one is on the south, southern Great Barrier Reef. Uh, so subject to global warming, you could be very, very happy oh, there. Yeah. You know, the odd game of tennis yes. in the evening with maybe a pita colada afterwards. Uh, and then you retire to your luxury underground uh, cinema to see all the latest new releases oh, which you paid the Disney yes. Corporation to get uh, early <laughs> access to. So. Uh, you, you, yes, uh, that would be... It, there is something wonderful is about having an island that... Uh, You've got your own moat around, haven't you? A very big moat. Yes, well, you could stroll down to the beach um, and not be worried that the Germans had got there first and put their towels in your favourite spot. So you know, all, 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 all of these little trials of normal life would be taken away from you. But I wonder, could, could you buy a bigger island? I wonder whether it's feasible. 100, is 100 billion enough to relocate everybody on the Isle of Wight? You know, would, would, could you actually buy them out? <clears throat> there we go. Population is a, of the Isle of Wight, according to the census, um, in well, mid-2019 estimate, sorry, not the census, is 141,000. You could do it. You could, you do, could it. do it. 
easily. You but could that's, do that's it. the population. Yeah. You don't need to relocate the businesses as well. Or I suppose without without any population, you probably wouldn't need to take it. Yeah. <laughs> worry about the business. Yeah. <laughs> They'd all have to go anyway. <laughs> Blimey, so I mean, we can go bigger. We can go bigger. What's the biggest island we could get? Oh, that's fantastic. Next one, Paul. Yeah, so I'm um, I'm going to launch uh, a political party. It will be called the Reasonable Party, and it will be aimed to return this fine land to a little bit of moderation and common sense. So um, we we might progress internationally. I think there's room for an international political movement to um, you know pu- push aside the extremists and the unpleasant and the fibbers and just create a party of reasonableness and good sense. So we will be called the RP, the Reasonable Party. Our colours will be blue, white and red. Blue and white reflecting the uh, blue and white quarters of Bristol Rovers and red uh, because um, you've got to have red somewhere, haven't you? So we'll be stealing votes from all over the place, appealing to nice, reasonable, moderate people, wherever they may be. You'd be you'd be probably smart to start off writing a book and and setting out your doctrine, the reasonable doctrine. I think a book is an excellent idea. The art of reasonableness. Mm. So Philip, Philip, we're in our, our final pass now. What's your your final submission? Oh well, this this is this this is a big one. This is saving the planet. Saving humanity, I suppose, from itself. So I got actually had a couple of ideas how to save the planet. Um, one, one was to uh, give everybody a tree to plant, uh, but in fact, that's nowhere near enough because what's it? There are eight billion people, just shy of eight billion people. We need a lot more than eight billion people, uh, eight billion trees. So actually, we need about another trillion trees uh, because I think there are about three trillion at the moment estimated trees and it's been it's been calculated that if we had another trillion then uh, we could suck up all the carbon dioxide and so on and uh so that works out uh, i think if i do my do my sums right about 10p a tree so um i yeah that's going to be tough mm. it's going to be tough so i i have to come up with another idea of something we could do and so i thought right we're going to we're going to create a human exclusion zone around the Amazon. So I'm, I'm taking a leaf out of Donald's um, playbook here. I'm going to build a wall. You know, he wanted to build a wall. So I thought, yeah, I can do I can do a wall. And so I thought, is this feasible? So the, the Amazon is uh, has an area. I looked up five and a half million kilometers square, square kilometers. And so doing a little bit of maths, you know, finding out the radius and then calculating the <coughs> Um, circumference I came up that you'd need if it was a circle mm. of course it won't be a perfect circle um, you'd need a wall of 8,313 kilometers long oh it's not as long as I thought it might be actually yeah so that's that's quite something so I thought yes and then I calculated that means that about 12 million dollars uh, per kilometer that's the that's the um, mm. budget, and it's interesting because I then benchmark that against how much Trump's wall was estimated to cost, and that was twenty million per mile, and twenty million per mile is not far off twelve million per kilometer, no. it's about the same. So mm. actually, we've got the money to put a mm. wall around the Amazon. 
Is that right? Yes. But what it, do you think about that? I think that's an interesting idea. I mean, it doesn't actually leave you with any change for your rail card, though, so you, you, you're <laughs> going to have to make some compromises. Yeah, this would be, this would be a one-off, wouldn't it? Yeah, this would be all or nothing. Yeah, And I think we'd kick people out. We'd say, right, uh, well, apart from those who have been there um, since since millions of years mm. or hundreds of thousands of years, we'd, we'd leave the, uh, the, the originals there, the aborigines there, uh, all those tribes, uh, but otherwise, modern, modern, modern man, we kick out of the Amazon. Well, uh, so Paul will be allowed in then. Homus reasonableness would be allowed in. Do you think it would make any difference? I mean, the Amazon obviously is a very large area and very important, but if you allowed the rest of the world to go on current trajectory. Yes. Is it enough yeah, to out, be, outweigh be. the rest of the abuse of the planet, do you think? I, just, I, I That's a very good question, isn't it? I, I couldn't tell you. But it, it would do no harm, would it, to, to stop the logging, to stop the Welsh loss per year, you know, one Wales. Yes. It would, it would, be, it would be good to stop that and to let it carry on uh, evolving. You know, we, maybe we would have, have to wait long before actually Homo Reasonables walked out, mm. having evolved. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think it, just, it would be good, wouldn't it? It would be a great benefit to, to, to humankind to protect these, these, uh, these great habitats. Yes. So I'm going for that. I'm going for that. No, That's my very, big, very, big spec. Very interesting one. Yeah, great, great idea. I mean, you might need to collaborate with Elon and, 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 and Bill and various others to achieve meaningful movement in climate change and um, environmental Well, I basically need, I, I, need, I need a good builder. You need, we, we need a good builder. Well, I think your problem <laughs> might be the foundations. I think it's probably a bit soggy in various parts. So, yeah. you know, I think the logistical challenges would be quite significant. But there would be there would be a few, yeah. And how tall yeah. would your well, wall be? Would, I mean, there's, the Trump's wall was I think about that's a very 10, good, 10 yeah. feet, wasn't yeah. it? Maybe you might need a bit higher. Oh, uh, was it really? Was it only that high? It's got to be. We've got to do better. I mean, maybe it was that. A... I, I was thinking, I was thinking it's something like fifty meters tall or something. Really, meters. keep keep ev everybody out, yeah. eyes out, solid, solid wall. You know, you couldn't see in. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, that sounds like yeah. something like Escape from New York, one of these sci-fi films, or The it, Hunger it does, Games, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you could you could probably rent it out for a film set. You you could make your money back by uh, having a few blockbusters mm. made. Uh, in it, yeah, yeah. No, that's very interesting. Very interesting. So it's a win-win, win-win yeah. for everybody. Well, my one is all my final one is almost the antithesis of that. Actually, <laughs> well, you've got you've got big on environmental protection, which I think is very admirable. Yeah, I've gone big on environmental destruction. Oh no! no. And so my final purchase. So I've already got my private island. I've got my Formula One team. I've got my football club. Um, I've got my vineyard, uh, but being an island, I need to be able to get to my island, and I'm going to have a few islands, as we agreed. I need three or four islands around the world, not just one in the South Pacific. So I'm going to have mm. I'm going to have a collection of islands. What's the best way to get from island to island? Um, but a super yacht. Now I've done some research on super yachts. Super yacht is um, largely a, a motor sailing yacht. Uh, of, of longer than 24 meters, which strikes me as not particularly super. No, no, you need bigger than so that. So I'm going to go for a hundred meter super yacht. The biggest, yes, the biggest super yes. yacht 
is apparently 180 metres. I'm not sure I need 180 metres. I think I could probably get away with 100 metres, but I'd, I might want two or three of them anyway, depending on mm. um, my uh, sort of preferences at the time. Uh, the average price for a 100 metre super yacht is about $280 million. So I could easily afford a, a, a few of these things. Mm. And I would have it decked out, obviously, uh, very very sumptuously with my cinemas um, you know displaying my Disney pre-release films with <laughs> tennis court I might have an indoor driving range you know I might hire Pink Floyd for a reunion in my own private uh, theater something like that um, and I would just when I'm not on my one of my private islands I would just sail around the world you know I might dock in up the mm. Thames and say you know I, I want to go to the Three Rivers Retail Park at Staines, and to sail there on my on my super yacht. <laughs> you, you, could, you could sail into all the great harbours of the world, isn't it? You could go into Sydney. Yeah. You could come through Har London Harwich, and the Tower yeah. Bridge. Felixstowe. <laughs> <laughs> Rotterdam. Rotterdam. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, there's, there's so many places that you could go to, and it would take you a long time to get there. So you you need to enjoy life on board. Obviously, you'd need a little helicopter pad. You've got to make sure you get the right length of boat because I do, I do, I do, I've have, I did read an article where some very rich person had ordered their boat and halfway through building it said it's too small. Please cut it in half and stretch it. Mm. <laughs> so that's what they had to do. Well, what I thought so, you could do yeah. is actually uh, buy a decommissioned aircraft carrier, and that would be quite jolly. <laughs> You started. You started this, you know, with 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 one little house with a vineyard, and you've <laughs> moved on to several islands around the world, mm. and now your transport to. Well, I've realised that actually, you know, when when, when I've got a hundred billion, a lot of these things don't really add up to much. No. So, you know, yes, I've probably yes. still got actually about yes. ninety-five billion left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I might come and build the rest of your wall, Philip. Yeah, you would join in. You would join in. Come on, Paul. Give us your big one, then. Well, incredibly, my last one was not dissimilar. It was I wasn't going to mess around with this, um, you know, refurbished boats or aircraft carriers. I was just going to buy the Queen Mary oh. and set it up for my personal use. I'd invite friends and associates aboard when I fancy, travel the world, um, showering gifts of goodwill. Well, I thought as well I might use it to save the orangutan. That was my my one oh, submission lovely. to charity. Lovely. Yes, yes. Um, partly because I, I got so upset, really, with what you know you and I learned about palm oil and the implications of our thirst for palm oil. But uh, yeah, but you know the, the Queen Mary, the Queen Mary. It is a beautiful vessel. Is it a liner or is it a is it a glorified? It's um, the world's, as I understand it, it's the world's only. Uh, it's the world's only liner. It's not actually a cruise ship. The thing, the, the thing about the Queen Mary is, I, I, I do get that, but you'd have a thousand rooms on it, wouldn't you, with a thousand bathrooms? And um, mm. see, my super yacht, I would, I would have uh, suites. I wouldn't mm. have little little rooms. We'd have entire apartments within the within the super yacht so i think you'd need to reconfigure the queen mary a little bit wouldn't you well i'd need plenty of space for my model railway as well so there would be some knocking yes. down of walls a few you know extension type jobs in there but i think there's space i do think there's space i'm quite confident that um that we'd find a way forward you two are very predictable two boats two football clubs you know practically twins you two 
<laughs> That's a scary thought. On that note, I think we should end this episode. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us, and good day to you. Waffle chat drone. Waffle chat drone. Waffle chat chat drone. Waffle chat chat drone. Waffle chat drone.